Thank you for joining us today on the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today, we're joined by Alicia Watson. We're so excited to have her. She's a Maryland-based cinematographer and photographer, and she's also an author. So she's written Secret Donuts, A Journey to Getting Over Your Weight Aligned with God. So I'm so excited to talk to her today. First of all, how did you get into writing your own book? Hi. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited to talk about it, too. So I've been a writer for ever, basically, um, and I've always wanted to um, write my own books. It'll be one of many, actually. But um, for this book in particular, I really felt led by God to um, write this book to address the obsession that I had with my weight. Um, it wasn't a book I particularly wanted to write, you know, it wasn't something, a, a, a topic I wanted to attack, um, because it's a pretty personal topic, but what mm-hmm. I found through writing it is that, um, it was something that was really holding me back for, from fully pursuing my purpose, right? I was just really consumed with perfectionism. I call myself a recovering perfectionist. Um, and having extra weight on my body was something that has always kind of plagued me, um, but as a child and growing up, it wasn't something that stopped me, but I found that after having my children and being an adult and having less opportunities to um, achieve, basically, you don't get grades, you don't get, you know, awards or accolades and things like that. It, there were less things to hide behind. Um, and so it just became more prominent in my mind always. And it kind of stopped me from fully going after all of my goals and all of the things that I know that I've been called to do because I was worried about how people would perceive me. So I feel like God led me to writing that book, not only just to become an author and to get my voice out there, but just to deliver me from this perception that um, I had to be a certain way to accomplish and achieve the things that he would have for me to achieve and accomplish. Mm, I like that topic. I think it's important because sometimes people do let their weight or their size or how they look affect you know, their business decisions or personal life decisions. So I definitely think that's important. Um, How do you personally just, you know, keep track of making sure you're living your healthiest life? You know, do you exercise, eat healthy? Like what's your regimen to make sure you're on top of it? Um, It's just constantly first checking my mindset. Um, I think that's the one thing that um, I was really missing, but it's an ultimate starting point for anything that you're endeavoring to do, really. Um, And so the first thing I have to constantly do is check my mindset. Um, And that's that's more so of just not beating myself up for making mistakes or not being consistent or um, not hitting all the marks that I mean to hit or I want to hit to keep myself um, healthy. You know, what I mean, so sometimes we beat ourselves up and it puts us in a place where we're even worse off. You know, that negativity is not motivating, even though we feel like it should be. Um, And so you just continue to put things off, which leads to procrastination and you never really get started. So one thing I've learned to do is to just take it day by day um, to check my mindset, to check the reasons why I want to be healthy um, and to move from that perspective, not a perspective of I have to do this or I need to or I'm less valuable if I don't. But because I love myself, because I find myself valuable and worthy, I make the time to you know, um, usually what I'm doing is a long walk um, where I listen to books and podcasts or I try to make healthier choices. But one thing I found is not really healthy for me is to be all or nothing, um, because, again, it leads to beating myself up and then putting me 
setting me back even further because I don't want to start because it feels like deprivation. It feels like I'm punishing myself for not being this picture of perfection. So my first, my first starting point is mindset. Then secondly, using that mindset to do things that I actually enjoy doing. So like I said, I like to walk. Um, and I found that walking is really healthy. It's a slower pace way to keep your weight in check. But for me, I know it's easier on my joints. I know it just gives me time to be by myself. And I take that time to, you know, just really fill myself up, to pray, to meditate, to listen to podcasts, listen to, listen to books. Um, and that's good for me. Um, I don't set crazy goals that I can't really reach overnight because, again, that's something that stops me from making progress altogether. Um, but just trying to just take it slow. So that's a big part of my self-care, just taking it slow and giving myself grace um, and keeping my mindset in check. Those are some really great tips. I just want to know, how has your journey helped with your self-confidence um, in your personal life and also with your entrepreneurship endeavors? Oh, man, it's it's been amazing, <laughs> I have to say, because it really has allowed me to fully embrace me. You know, sometimes I would understand the gifts and talents that I have, but again, I would set them on the back burner because I lack confidence in that one area. And being a perfectionist, it feels like it's all or nothing. So no matter what I did, no matter what I accomplished, no matter how many people I helped, no matter how many, no matter how many people told me I helped them, no, much, no matter how much money I made, work I got or whatever, it all, I couldn't celebrate it because I was constantly focused on this one area that I couldn't get together, you know? And so being able to let that go, to change my mindset and to say, well, regardless, I'm fully valuable and this area needs to be attacked because I think so, not because someone else is telling me to do it, but because I think so and because I value myself, I can attack that area in tandem with everything else that I'm doing currently and celebrate all my wins um, all at the same time. It's not like I put off all the wins that I have until I lose this, you know, amount of weight, which for me is 80 pounds. It's like this ever going 80 pounds in my head that would make me completely worthy and capable of doing what I'm supposed to do or doing what I know that I'm capable of doing or what I'm called to do. Um, but instead of chasing after that, I could just fully embrace where I am in the here and now. So I think that is probably the biggest part of going through the journey is learning to embrace where I am in the here and the now. Um, and that helps me so much in my business because I can just pass that on <laughs> into every area of my life, including my business. So, you know, it helps me to not compare myself. It helps me to not compete with others. It helps me to not compete with a past version of myself or strive for a future version of myself. It's where am I right now? You know, how is that working out? <laughs> what can I do to change if I want to change everything? What can I celebrate right now? You know, and just be okay and content in this moment, you know, so that I cannot have, you know, things like anxiety or, um, again, the comparison or, you know, envy or jealousy is just really becoming content with myself. And that's how the journey has very much helped me in my entrepreneurial um, endeavors. And then also as a mother, a wife, a friend, a daughter, you know, just every area of my life. Mm. You definitely hit on something that um, I do, which is not, you know, celebrate my wins. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's like I just go from one thing to the next and it just, it's like a continued cycle, but it's like, at what point do you stop to smell the roses mm -hmm. or, or do you stop 
to celebrate, you know, the milestones that you are accomplishing. Man, it is so important, though, you know, because it's 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 worthy of celebration. You know, we we I think especially as women and, and, you know, as black women, as you know, people who are responsible for other people, whether it be children, you know, family members, friends, you know, we take a lot on our shoulders. So it's always like, all right. What, what we got to do, you know, is always on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And that kind of kind of uh, trickles into our accomplishments, too. You know, so you set a goal and you reach the goal, but the goal is like very fleeting. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, I reached it. OK, so what's next? And you don't give yourself time to just like relish in that and really, really relive that experience and understand like what it took for you to get through it. And, you know, how you grew in the process and to be proud of yourself for the person you are becoming, not just constantly looking towards the future to figure out who you're supposed to become next. You know, I think we have to take that time to sit in the place that we are and just really appreciate who we are in that moment. Because right now, in the moment, with whatever you have done up until this point, it's, it's worth being celebrated. You are worthy. You are enough just in this moment and then from whatever you understand in yourself you can move on to the next thing but I think it's just really important just to sit in that moment and just you know really get an understanding and appreciation for you know who you are and who you have to be to do what you do you know and not constantly just strive for that future version of yourself and that future win that you can foresee like it's great to have vision I don't I'm not taking that from anybody you know but we do need to sit in this moment and just really appreciate ourselves and allow other people to appreciate us too you know allow other people to celebrate us too and not be so um you know like brushing it off when someone wants to celebrate us when someone wants to um you know just really uplift us in that accomplishment or just in who we are you know you don't always have to be accomplishing or achieving things i wow everything you stand today is just like hitting the nail on um with a hammer wow. but do you have any type of background in psychology or anything <laughs> no it kind of sounds like it so i only went through um undergrad but my undergrad degree i did communication studies and sociology as a double major. So I really do um, like studying humans, human behaviors and, you know, social constructs. Like those things really interest me. I like having a thorough understanding of myself first and foremost. And then, (laughs) you know, with my thorough understanding of myself, I I learned that it's good to know, it's good to have self-awareness, but you got to know what to do with it. So from there, I went to therapy. You know, because you can be like, I do this and I'm this kind of person. But then what do you do with that? So my therapist helps me sort that out. But having an, an <clears throat> excuse me, having an understanding of other people helps me to sort people out, sort relationships out, you know, and understand where someone might be coming from so that I can um, handle them accordingly, you know, with grace and compassion or with motivation and encouragement. Because, you know, sometimes you can see things in people that they don't see in themselves. And, you know, sometimes people do things that you don't need to take personally. Um, so that that's kind of a part of my like just natural makeup. So I did study sociology, but I didn't really go forward with like a social work degree or anything like that. Well, you're very self-aware and I'm loving a lot of the stuff you're saying. Thank you. um, I also see that you have a podcast called Maybe You're Like Me. Yeah. And I'm feeling like maybe I need to listen to this because <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like you. So can you tell us a little bit about your podcast and, you know, what's the goal or what's, you know, the uh, reasoning behind why you started it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Maybe You're Like Me is, 
I don't remember my full tagline, but it's the transparent musings of a god girl chasing after her purpose. And it's literally that. I'm just talking. I'm sharing things. It's very, very transparent, almost uncomfortably transparent sometimes. Um, but I do hear a lot back from people um, that can really relate to what I talk about. So even in my discomfort, I know that people need to hear that it's not just them that go through things sometimes. I think what drove me to start it was, first of all, I was told to. Um, if you, you haven't gathered, I'm, I'm pretty spiritual. Um, I have a relationship with God and that kind of drives my worldview and my actions and reactions and things like that. Um, but I won't say I'm like highly religious. But I know that that was something that I was supposed to do to not only get my voice out there, but to just to connect with people. Because I have a, a strong desire for people to have hope and for people to reach their purpose and pursue their purpose from a space of just knowing that they are loved, knowing that things are gonna be okay. You know, I just, I'm a very optimistic, optimistic person. And so I know that sometimes, especially in the social media driven world, we can look at social media and see people doing things that don't feel like things that we're able to do. Um, like it can be inspiring, but you might not feel like I can do that too. And I think that it's not necessary for us to walk anybody else's journey, but what you feel about someone else's journey and their ability to achieve what they've achieved along their journey should not impact what you can, what you feel like you can achieve along your journey. And so my podcast is kind of me going through that experience. I share, you know, what I'm insecure about. I share my personality traits. I share just things that are on my mind. Um, just to let people know, like, you might be thinking of this too, and it might be affecting you in this way, and this is how I'm dealing with it. And maybe you can take something from that, or maybe it can just start a conversation with you in your mind of how you can deal with it and get past it so that you can get into what you're supposed to be doing. I just really feel, I, I feel terrible when I'm stuck in a place and I just, I'm an empath, <laughs> again, self-aware. I'm naturally an empath, so I can really feel terrible when other people feel like they're stuck in a place. So there, again, is why I have this strong emphasis on hope, because I want you to feel hopeful that you can accomplish and achieve all that you need to accomplish and achieve. And so my podcast is kind of, you know, a jumping off point from that. Can you drop any gems for our audience? Three. Okay, I'll start here because they kind of intertwine. So I have a podcast episode if you want to be an author, for example. Um, so I'm self-published. Um, but I'm also, it's like, it's assisted self-publishing. So there's many ways that you can publish a book. I just say, don't hold up your writing process. Don't get caught up in making it perfect. Don't get caught up in going back to the beginning and rereading your book because you'll be in your edits or you'll be editing the book over and over and over again and really not making pro progress. So um, if you want to write a book, I'd say write the book first. You know, just write a terrible rough draft and get through that and then go back and edit. Don't edit as you write, you know, set writing goals. If you can write a little bit a day, write a little bit a day. If you want to sit down and do it all in one, you know, fell swoop, then do that. But just get it done. Don't keep putting it off. And then I also recommend like one little thing that helped me was to dictate it. You know, um, I would speak into my phone 
and let the inspiration flow from there for the parts that, you know, were just me that weren't researched or, you know, scripture or anything like that. And so instead of having to sit down on my computer, if I'm at the stoplight, you know, and something drops in there and I'm like, oh, I could talk about that. I take that moment and just dictate it into my phone and go back and edit it later because Siri doesn't always get it right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm speaking plain English, Siri. I don't know what you thought I said. Um, but, you know, go back and edit it while it's still on your mind. And, um, you know, from there, you can just put it together. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it, you know, just get it done. Um, it's easy to self-publish on Amazon. I went through assisted self-publishing, which was great because they basically did everything. And I had, you know, just to edit, but it was good to have a team behind you and some, some expertise. So if you want to get that, you know, if you want to get it going a little bit faster, that's a great route to go. Or you can just go to traditional publishing route. Either way, just do research and, um, you know, just get it done. In terms of entrepreneurship, <laughs> I'd say test the business model. Uh, make sure that whatever you're doing, whether it's a service or a product, make sure it's something that people want, right? Uh, make sure it's a, there's a problem that you're solving that people want solved and they want solved in the way that you're offering it. Try to take yourself out of it. You know, we have, we all have things that we like, but what you like might not be profitable. It might not sell, you know, in, in bulk, you know, other than your family members and friends that want to support you no matter what, you want to get beyond that. You want to be able to reach audiences of people who definitely need what you what you have apart from you. So if you're going to start a product or service, any kind of business, make sure you test that model first and make sure it's something that people actually want. And in doing that, you got to know who your audience is. Um, and it's not everybody. <laughs> when you start to sell anything, your audience is not everybody really drill down on that audience. Um, and that's before you, you get a pretty logo or you get pretty colors or you build a website. All of that can come later. You know, you test that model um, and figure out what it is that you're selling. And if people want it, then you can uh, apply the funds to creating a brand around it visually and you know, getting it all together, but don't put that money up first without understanding if what you have is going to be profitable. Balancing motherhood. I have uh, two young ones and I've been an entrepreneur for six years. And because of that, I had to come to the understanding that my pace is my pace. You know, um, sometimes we get in the group and have a really excited we have a lot of excitement about building what we're building and get into it without realizing what we're sacrificing. Um, and so in the beginning of my business, I was just really, really, I was in the trenches. I was grinding. I was hustling. You know, my son who was three at the time, you know, he was, he would come to me and say, you're always working. You know, it just felt like he was competing with what I was building. And I had to really um, sit down with that understanding that, or sit down with that thought you know, of what's important, putting my priorities in place, you know, is it worth sacrificing, you know, my relationship with my children, my husband is what I'm building worth that. Um, and when I prioritize everything, I came to the understanding that I just may have to build a little bit more slowly. And conversely, if you can't build slowly, hire a team, you know, if you don't want to build slowly, just don't try to do everything yourself. Um, get people on, you know, as contractors or as part-time interns or whoever, you know, hire other people to help you build. But there is no real balance. Like, I don't really ascribe to that. Like, 
idea that there can be complete balance. If something is, you're winning in one area, you're probably going to be dropping a ball in another area. And that is okay. You just have to understand it. Um, you just have to acknowledge it and just make sure you make time to kind of pull that other side back up. Like, don't let it get too out of control. You know, so if you work and work and work and every night and like your kids or your husband, your household, your health, <laughs> you know, yourself is being neglected, you know, make sure you're taking a step back and saying, okay, let me write this ship. You know, maybe instead of sitting at this computer for, you know, 14 hours a day, I'm going to drop an hour walk in there, you know, during my lunch break and just really walk and be quiet and just give my body some time to rest and recuperate because this business or this idea is important, but I am also important. And if I fall apart, trying to hold it all together, it's either going to really just fall apart <laughs> and it would have been in vain or somebody else is going to pick up the ball and it still would have been in vain. So, you know, that's one thing, just taking care of yourself, even in the midst of trying to keep everything together and to just understanding what's important to you and acting like it's important to you, you know, and so. Wow. Well, thank you so much for dropping those gems on our listeners. Hopefully you guys apply it. Can you please um, let our listeners know where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So I am the Alicia Watson. That's A-L-I-C-I-A on Instagram or Allie Watson Media on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but kind of not really. Um, so Instagram is probably the place that you can find me. If you want to email me directly, it's hello at AllieWatsonMedia.com. And definitely go follow our pages as well on Instagram and Facebook, 21 Minutes or Less on YouTube, 21 Minutes or Less podcast. And then go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is Miss Butterfly 21, M-I-S-S. And thank you so much for joining us. We'll see y'all in the next episode.